everyone. We are so excited. Week one is finally here. I'm Aaron Hawksworth. We've got D Hall. Man, I cannot believe it. So much has happened in just the last week. And we want to thank everyone who's subscribed to theathletic.com to get this premium content. And we're going to go in right now, right, D Hall? Because yeah, you've had some conversations in. with Trent Williams and Bruce Allen in just the past few days. And you're one of the only people who's been able to get in touch with both of them to give us this insight. So where do we begin? Because there's so much to get to. Because some Ask people away, are saying Trent Aaron. might I show up. I am an up. open book. Ask All away. Right. Do your best Barbara Walters imp- impersonation. <laughs> and I'm, 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 I'm going to answer as many questions as I can. Um, okay. And and, and kind of throw a little glimpse into the mind of Bruce and Trent and, and, and myself and kind of, you know, what I feel about the situation. And that's what I love about, you know, the insight that you can bring because you talk to both of them and we're trying to just tell the story from both sides. And so let's start with this. I heard yesterday um, on Monday that Trent Williams could be showing up today, which is Tuesday. Are you believing that? Do you think he's going to show up at Redskins Park? I mean, if I if I hadn't talked to him, I probably would have said yes. But because I literally talked to him and he told me zero chance and I told him, hey, I'm going to say this. And he's like, all right, cool. I don't care. So because I know he said that there's zero chance, then I know that there's zero chance um, of him showing up. And so when I hear that, I'm just I'm confused on the conversations, the communication, um, because like like I've always said, this to me isn't a isn't a isn't a difficult situation. You know, you watch what's going on throughout the rest of the league, and you see uh, guys who 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 don't want to be a part of an organization. Like I said, when I'm a GM, if a guy doesn't want to be a part of my organization, okay, let's try to get the compensation we feel we can get for this player, and let's move on. Jadavian Clowning is no longer a part of the Houston Texans in a big, massive trade he sent to Seattle. Um, Houston gets their tackle in Laramie Tunsil, who, I mean, Houston to me was the premier destination for a guy like Trent Williams. He has a home in Houston. He has a gym in Houston. He trains there for for the the better part of the year um, when he's not here in Virginia. And so um, to me, that was a a little... Go ahead. Go yeah, ahead. I thought we all thought that that was the best opportunity and destination for Trent Williams, and that's now off the table. And, and, and I and, think and, because Bruce Allen wasn't playing any games, he said, we're not trading Trent, so I don't even know if they entertained yeah, that. Yeah, to cut your nose off just to spite your face doesn't make sense to me. And it wasn't necessarily even about Trent, because when I got my GM head on, it ain't about you, man. It's about our team. It's about getting this Washington Redskins football team better. And Jadavian Clowney makes this Washington Redskins football team better. Let's be real. And yeah. that didn't happen. And that, to me, was the most um, um, difficult part but to also, digest if they gotten, in that news. If they could have... If they could have gotten two first round picks in return as well, you got to hope that would make this Washington football team better next year, too. Yeah, yeah, so many different layers to this um, that, that, like I said, would have made this team better. Um, I will give you a glimpse into Bruce's mind right now. Um, okay. I, I, I asked him those questions, and Bruce simply said, you don't ask for a trade in, in minicamp. You ask for a trade in January, February, 
you know, before free agency, before the draft, you know, that's when you ask for a trade. So that was his his comeback, which, okay, as a new GM myself, I understand that. I guess so. I guess you're right. But if I can still get something as a young, new, up-and-coming GM, um, as you as, as you saw uh, the Texans coach did, he made the move I would have made. Um, yeah. He got rid of a player who didn't want to be there. He got something for it. He didn't follow the 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 rule book or the old school mentality of of thinking and saying, "Hey, it's not January. It's not the perfect, most convenient time for me or for us." So they say. So we're not going to do a deal. And just to totally take it off the table because it's not January or February just didn't make sense to me. Yeah, and then what about Trent too? Because I think one thing to clarify is is he told you, if I understand this correctly, zero chance he shows up for week one, shows up this week. But what does that mean overall? Because you didn't say he's not showing up for the whole season. And I can't imagine that he'd want to forfeit something like $12 million. That's a little different than $1 million. But what's it going to take to get him back? And is he going to be happy if none of his concerns that he brought up with the medical and the training staff, not to mention he also wants more money, if none of that's addressed, does he come back with his tail between his legs next week? Well, you know, I don't think you ever come back with your tail between your legs. I think his point has been made regardless when he comes back. And yes, I said he wasn't going to come for week one. I didn't say he wasn't going to come at any point. I think he does come at some point. When that is, no one actually knows. Um, it could be week two. It could be week eight. Um, I know it'll be before uh, the league year uh, or before the cutoff for him to get the accrued season because, like I said, Trent's really smart. He understands the business side He's of very things. Smart. He would right. not – he would not let a year go by without getting that season credited for himself. And you have to be here by a certain point to do that. Um, so I know he'll do that. And like I said, I do you don't think know. He's wait- do you think go he's ahead, waiting man. for someone else to get injured and kind of wait this out a little bit longer, hoping that they do still work out a deal and trade him? Or... Um, or- Or, you know, we've seen other players who just, you know, don't really want to participate in mandatory minicamp or training camp in the preseason. So is he cool because he made his point and he's going to show up and play for the Redskins? Like, where do you think he's at mentally with this? Well, I think he understands the business side of things. After talking to Trent, he understands, like, look, I've made my point. If they don't want to trade me, you know, they don't want to trade me. I'll bank on myself. Not a problem. Knowing that I'm banking on myself, when my deal's up or when X, Y, Z, what are you going to do? Keep franchising me? You know, like I said, Trent's so athletic, he can play as long as he wants. The benefit in doing that, I can remember Julius Peppers did the same thing to the Carolina Panthers. They didn't want to pay him when he wanted to be paid. He said, cool. He just kept taking that franchise tag until they couldn't afford to franchise tag him anymore. By that point, he had made more money than he would have made if they just would have signed him to a long-term deal I mean, like Kirk he Cousins, wanted early. Kirk Cousins did the same thing. Kirk Cousins, same exact thing. And but so on the flip side, Trent, Trent doesn't mind banking on himself. He not at all. His words exactly. I'll bank on myself because he he like I said, he knows and believes he's the most dominant offensive right. lineman in this league. And he wants all pros. And to his credit, you gotta win football games to be 
to be voted on all pro list. And he hasn't done that. Like I said, this dude's thinking gold jackets. He's not thinking um, Pro Bowls. He's thinking gold jackets, Super Bowl rings. And, you know, he knows they have to, he has to win games. They have to win games for him to get on that list. Is that part that of the list. reason why he doesn't want to be here is because he doesn't see the Redskins giving him a No, not at all. Not at all. I'm, I'm, not, I'm not putting words in his mouth. Um, that's just my thought behind it. He knows he's a Hall of Fame type of player, and they need to win football games. Um, he wants to be a part of whatever team wants him on, you know, on their team fighting for him. And you know, Bruce has said we want Trent Williams on this football team. We're a better, better football team with him here. Um, and so, you know, for him, like I said, it's still other things that factor in this. Like I said, it's the money. It's it's the money thing. It's the uh, you know it's the medical staff and the, the way things kind of shook out um, shook out from that standpoint and and Bruce said he he he'd make um, he'd make adjustments for Trent when it came to the medical staff. It's just about getting those two guys together and figuring out what that is. That's why, like I said, these guys aren't very far off. Like I, if it's a situation where they don't want to pay him the money. He doesn't mind saying, okay, I'm going to come in here, play football, you know, make the money I'm supposed to make. And, and you know, when that time comes, whether it's free agency, franchise tags, you know, this is the same kind of treatment it'll be. I'll hold out. I'll, I'll come in. I'll play. You know, I'll be dominant. And at some point, it, it, it'll get worked out. The same thing happened with Kirk. It'll get worked you, out. Except what Kirk do you say to up. the fans who are kind of like, well, you know, Trent signed the contract, so he needs to honor it. Well, I say the same thing. Did you guys say say that when when I was supposed to make eight million dollars and I was cut and had to come back for league minimum? Um, you know, they do it all the time as an organization. They cut players. They don't feel like that player's worth X Y Z. And they don't honor their contract. The ultimate, their side of it. Yep, I see. Yeah. They never yeah. do. They never do. And so, like I said, it's nice to see the players starting to feel feel like they want to empower themselves. The NBA has been doing it for years. The players run the league, not the owners, not the coaches. Right. It's the players in the NBA. And so, it's nice to see you know the NFL football players starting to to try to you know shift the balance. You know for Jadavian Clowney to basically force his way out, um, you know, and, and, and get somewhere that has a chance to win football games. You know, I'm happy for the guy. Yeah. So Bruce Allen either saw the headlines from our first episode or he listened to the entire thing or some of it. And he called you. Can you can you tell us a little bit more about that conversation? Was he upset or where is he at? Because he doesn't do a lot of media and I'd love to have him on this podcast. So it's hard to know, you know, exactly what he's thinking throughout this process. Yeah, I mean, no, he wasn't upset at all. And I was kind of, you know, I was kind of not nervous, but I was kind of like, oh, man, what is this? What <laughs> it's is like, uh-oh, we're say? in trouble. Yeah, yeah, what is he What is, what is he going to call and say? And, um, I mean, it was, it, it, was, it was a very lighthearted conversation. It was kind of talking about, um, you know, Trent's mindset and, you know, kind of their mindset or his mindset as to why why he kind of does things a certain way. I offer my opinion on what, what I probably would do. He then, you know, rebuttaled a lot of the things I said and gave me his opinion. Um, whether I agree with it or not um, didn't matter. You know, it, 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 it was a nice, easy, friendly conversation just kind of about how good this team could be if 
if it was a lot of ifs and you know trying to get the culture changed from ifs to let's go out and do let's do let's do um it's 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 the challenge that i say we've been dealing with for years because you know even when i was a part of this team i can remember going into every season feeling like yo we got a chance we got a chance and then at some point in the season something shifted and it went from we got a chance to man we ain't got a chance in hell and (laughs) it was hard i mean i always fought always fought i think that's why so many fans um like me because I always fought no matter what the situation was, no matter who I was going against, um, you know, and no, no matter what the score mentality. was. Yeah, he has that same mentality. And so, you know, Bruce understands when you have guys like that on your team, you have to keep them in your locker room. You have to keep their uh, charisma and their... Uh, 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 then why uh, haven't they just paid him and, and, and fired the medical staff? I'm just playing devil's advocate because here. Because... Because Bruce told me, he asked Trent, tell me who to fire and I'll fire him. Trent's response, man, I don't want to cost nobody their job. You know, I, I don't I don't I don't want to put anybody's uh, livelihood in my hands. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And so, yeah. you know, Trent, it's 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 the. It's, it's just a human element, man. Like we, we develop relationships with these people. And, and so even though you're frustrated and even though something might've happened and, and it's like, dang, man, you know, this could have been prevented if X, Y, Z happened. I mean, you, for, you, 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 you forgive and you forget, you know what I mean? I, well, I, would say I you agree. Forget, I think you he's made a and point. You kind of try to move on. I think he's made a point with his concerns about the medical staff. And I, I bet he would just take the high road and be like, listen, you probably have a good idea of who and what I don't like and how it was handled. But is there some blame to go around on both sides here that maybe would make this situation and, better? Because I was told Trent that the medical staff or somebody or the training staff told him to get a second opinion. And and someone with the Redskins, a source told me Trent waited. I don't know who to believe, but I've got to believe it's somewhere in the middle that there's a little bit of blame to go around on both sides here. Yeah. I don't think, I don't think Trent's uh, absolved of, all the blame and I don't I don't know if the Redskins are 100% fully to blame it's just how it works in a relationship it's never it's never one person's fault 100% of the time um, right and so and you know that's why I've always said it's it's his side of the story it's their side of the story and somewhere in the middle um is that is is the truth and so you know that that to me is 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 the layers upon layers upon layers that they'll have to kind of dig through. Um, and, you know, it's going to be easier to dig through those with Trent in the building. And that's what right. I think everyone in, in in the organization wanted. They wanted to try to believe that he would be there week one. I don't think they ever had any direct knowledge that he would be there or not. They just wanted to believe that he would be there. We all want to well, believe how, if he, he, he does he show be up, there. let's say he shows up, this week or next, is he ready to play that Sunday? Oh like, yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah. I heard somebody say, "Well, he didn't know the playbook." And da, 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 da. man, Trent's been in this offense playbook. for four Come or five on. years. Yeah, he's yeah. been in this offense for as long as it's been here. He knows every piece of that offense. Is he in shape? Absolutely. The dude probably in better shape than anybody anybody on the team. He works harder when he's away than he does when he's when he's when he's here because 
it's just not hard enough to push him. I mean, it's, it's not hard enough um, for him to get the maximum work. That's why he has to go away to even push himself even harder. He'll be ready to play. That's not the question at all. Good. Because I know, I mean, obviously I do sports talk radio on 106.7 The Fan, and I hear people calling in like, oh, he's he's not going to be ready. And these are just fans. But I'm like, come on, don't disrespect Trent like that. You know he's going to be ready to play. And obviously he's going to know that playbook. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, he's been in the his offense The other thing is I wanted long. to say, I'm kind of getting a sense that, to make an analogy here, that you kind of think – Instead of this being headed for a messy divorce, that this that they could they could be in marriage counseling here and work this thing out. <laughs> I mean, I, you know, I wouldn't say you know I wouldn't say marriage counseling, but anything's possible. Anything's possible. I've I've I've, I've learned in this business, they could very easily uh, 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 pay Trent. You know, like I said, the reason they won't pay Trent is. They don't want the precedent to be set like, hey, guys, this is the way you go about um, getting getting paid early. Right. Just they don't hold want out. Guys who have Just two hold years out. Just hold out, Jonathan team. Allen. I'll pay you because he's coming next. I do next, think right? the Trent situation is a little bit different. And if it I were is. Bruce, I'd be like, listen, Trent, Trent was a different case. Like, it. we're not we're not we're not going to pay you. Trent was a different situation. I think they could probably go that route. And I think people understand Trent's situation is different because of the medical scare, because of the potential cancerous growth on his head that I mean, that would spook anybody. Right. And yeah. I, I yeah. don't think there's anything wrong with saying, listen, like this was a different situation. Like we're not, we're not going to do this with every player. Yeah. Yeah. No, you're absolutely right. And, 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 and I asked Bruce that question and, you know, like I said, he said he doesn't want the precedent to be set for a lot of these young guys coming up to, Hey, you hold out and you get paid. And I said the same thing you just said Aaron, verbatim, but Trent's, so different. It's so many different layers. The medical yeah. issues and the scare of that. And da, da, da. I He's said also the, the best exact player same. on the team. Yes, I, and he said there's always going to be different layers on every different every contract negotiation. It's always uh, they're always going to have something else on top of it just being about the money or them have outplaying that contract. And because I've never dealt with contract negotiations just besides myself, and then I start thinking about it, and I'm like, oh. All well, to your point, I mean, different layers. the Redskins Red do kind of have more leverage now, in my opinion, because they don't have to pay Trent. Trent can continue to get fined, and it's going to be a standoff, really. I mean, does he want to just, well, does he well, like want to play, and, or is he going to wait until someone gets injured? Like I said, I think he comes. I think he comes sooner rather than later. Um, I think he reports, um, and I think he's a part of this football team, and then I think everything yes. else is just... It's just a mute issue. Um, you know, Bruce has said he, he'd make concessions when it came to the medical staff, whether it was having Trent use his own guys or bring his guys in or, you know, um, giving him the ability to get to his guys to get worked on or, you know, get get looked at. Um, and so I think that will be resolved. Um, and I think the money thing is a situation where, hey, I think he's made his point if they don't want to pay him. Um I think he still shows up because, like you said, he's, he he doesn't want to default the rest of that money. He doesn't want to um, lose a season. He wants to be a part of his football team. Um, 
And so, you know, I think he shows up sooner rather than later. And I think once he's in the building, they start to figure out, hey, how can we repair this relationship? Because I know they want him on this team. If they didn't, they would have traded him when they had the opportunity. Um, yeah. And so they will be trying to initiate the marriage counseling and, and, and it'll be up to the other spouse to determine if they want to go or not. And, and, right. and once they once they figure that out, hey, I'll go or no, I don't want to go. And then they'll keep asking, do you want to go? No, I don't want to go. And then eventually and relationships right, are about compromise. And what I hear you saying is, hey, if they're willing to let him bring in his own training staff or work with his own people, maybe that's the compromise this season and they could figure it out moving forward. This is the kind of premium content that you get when you subscribe to theathletic.com because you said to you all that you think he shows up sooner rather than later. Yes, yes. I think he shows up sooner rather than later. And then we're, we and then we aren't talking about Trent Williams anymore. We're talking about how this offense and how this football team can continue to win football games and get better. And, you know, we'll see Case Keenum win football games and his defense be dominant and, and, and guys run this football and Jordan Reed stay healthy and make plays. Um, it's going to be an interesting season all year long. Yeah, and I mean, some some experts pick the Redskins to only win two games. Come on, that's disrespectful to me. I, I mean, I'm hoping it's seven, eight, or if Trent comes back, at least nine. You know, the, like I said, I thought this team could win about eight games, eight, nine games. Um, but how many games do the other guys in the division win? You know, if, you, if we're saying this Redskins team can win eight, nine, seven – you know, do we feel like Dallas can win 10? Do we feel like Philly can win 11 or 10 or 9? Um, it's going to be a dogfight in this division, though. Um, because the only team that I think from a talent standpoint um, who aren't in that upper echelon, I mean, it's it's it's, it's the Giants, you know. To yeah. me, it's the Giants. They just gave away yeah. too many um, talented football players uh, over the last season questions. and a half. Yeah, I mean, when are they going to see Daniel Jones? Uh, we still don't know with the Cowboys what's happening with Zeke. It's like they're mm -hmm. close. No, they're not close. So this Eagles game, it makes it all more interesting to see. It's kind of a measuring stick to see where yeah. the Redskins stack up. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely is a measuring stick um, because, you know, the Eagles are just loaded. When you think about this offense and Alshon Jeffries, Nelson Aguilar, D-Jack, Zach Ertz, Carson Wentz, Jordan Howard, um, and, and this Redskins secondary isn't the strength of their defense. Um, the strength of their defense is up front. And so, um, you know, it's going to be interesting to see if they can – you know, get the kind of pressure up front that they need in the, on the back end to be successful. Um, it'll be interesting to see if without Trent Williams, because I'm already saying he's not going to be there, without Trent Williams week one, can this offensive line protect against a dominant defensive front for the Eagles um, and, and give Darius Geis and Adrian Peterson and Chris Thompson a chance to run the football and give Case Keenum time to drop back and go through his reads um, you know, we saw certain certain plays in the preseason where they were struggling with average defensive lines um, when the starters were out there. So it'll be interesting to see kind of like you just said, Aaron, this is a measuring stick for me. Uh, I'm not predicting any score. I just want to sit back, 
unbiased and look at this football game and and and, mm-hmm. and see where the Washington Redskins stack up against the Philadelphia Eagles, who's a team that a lot of people pick to win the division. I picked the Dallas Cowboys to win the division personally. Um, but a lot of people I saw pick the Philadelphia Eagles. So right. we're going to see how good um, this Washington Redskins defense is, this offense, and you know, most notably because they don't have Trent Williams. How good is this offensive line without him? And can they and, afford to um, stand their ground? You know, can they two division games, ground? two division games right out of the gate after the Eagles. It's back home to host the Cowboys. So we're going to find out really quickly what this Redskins team is made of. Thank you so much for joining us for this episode. We'll be back next week, week two. We're going to take a look at that Dallas Cowboys game. Will Trent be back? Will Zeke be on the team? It's all heating up right now. It's going to be interesting. Hall and Hawk, out.